Hello, Brad here. Just to say we're super proud that the Friday 5pm podcast is sponsored by the Malt Miller, the UK's best home brew store. We use the Malt Miller for all of our homebrew experiments, as well as tapping them up for advice and binging on their awesome YouTube channel all the time. That's why whenever we release a homebrew video, we put a recipe kit live on the Malt Miller, so you can brew with the exact same amazing ingredients that we did. The same ingredients used by pro brewers. So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled-to-order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our Five Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash maltmiller to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend. Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. It's Friday, it's 5pm, although in this world it's currently 917 because uh, usually we record this slightly closer to the end of the day, but I have to go up to Burton to do a talk on British IPA, and Bradley is jet-lagged to um, to hell, aren't you, Bradders? Yeah, I'm jet-lagged to oblivion. I've probably... Well, I went to bed at about 6am this morning. I couldn't sleep at all, uh, having just got back from a, a sort of nighttime flight uh, back from uh, San Francisco. I don't even know what day it was now, Johnny. I was, I was awake... <laughs> I feel like it's all the same day, but it was on Wednesday. I was awake and I, I went to Alcatraz in the morning because my girlfriend's never been to Alcatraz before. So I went back to Alcatraz and then uh, we went all around on the on the streetcars. Um, got an in and a cheeky in and out, one last in and out burger, and then. What do you mean uh, one last? How many did you have? Oh, okay. So I had two. Oh, we only went twice, Johnny. Only twice. Oh, but, okay. She doesn't. She doesn't like burgers for some bizarre reason. Whoa! Wait, what? This right, is. I know, right? It's your almost partner a deal breaker. Do... Yeah, yeah. That that's weird. But she You're liked... both on a who doesn't like burgers, but also you ending yeah. up with somebody who can't indulge your, I'd say, greatest passion. Oh, Pete, maybe pizza also is is. But she loves pizza, so that's fine. Okay. But I do love burgers. But I'm sort of wading slightly in my burger odyssey. But I mean, I've seen no evidence got... of this. <laughs> you got to go to In-N-Out <laughs> every time uh, you possibly can. So two In-N-Out burgers. I did try to, because I, I rented a car while I was there as well, after lots of uh, fear or whatever you would call it. Um, basically, I, I haven't got a credit card. and You can't rent any cars without a fucking credit card, which I didn't realise. So I ended up um, renting an absorbent zip car uh, twice, two days in a row, Um for over $100 every time, uh, so we could do a bit of exploring uh, further afield. Um, and and the, the, the fucker, every every morning I went to it, it absolutely stunk of weed, like incredibly strong weed in the car, which I complained about, and they didn't clean it both times, which really, really annoyed me. But um, we drove all down the Pacific Coast Highway, down to Santa Cruz, which was amazing, beautiful, rugged coastline. Uh, we explored the giant redwoods in Mer Woods uh, in a biblical rainstorm, uh, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. The light, there were sort of shards of light coming through the uh, the groves of, of the giant trees um, as as the rain was like just kicking off. 
Um, and it was, it uh, honestly, it felt like some sort of religious experience in nature. It was amazing. Um, also, yeah, went all around the sort of little towns around the giant uh, forests, exploring all of that. Uh, went to Oakland, did a little mini uh, pub crawl around there in some sort of local breweries and a cider place. Um, Ooh, any some... any any highlights among them? <laughs> uh, no, Johnny, I didn't think they were that good. I'm not going to name and shame them, but they were in downtown Oakland. The bre- I didn't like the brewery that I went to. I didn't think the beer was very good. Um, uh, the cidery was kind of cool, but I had a I had an almanac beer, which was a local Oakland beer in there, and I I think it just tasted just straight up bad. Like it wasn't it wasn't kept very well. Um, but it did have an amazing sort of grandma style square pizza uh, off of a metalhead called uh, oh, I can't remember what his name was, but it was called Hesher Pizzas. And it was it was a amazing sort of heavy metal pizza place, which was real cool. And I ended up that night in Heinold's first and last stand, which is one of my favourite bars, uh, which is made out of uh, a sort of uh, what do you call it a uh, whaling ship that had been taken apart, and then they built this sort of like little weird shanty shack thing, um, which serves uh, fresh racer five, which was tasting amazing. So I ended up in there. And then I nearly missed my um, my ferry back to uh, San Francisco. Me and my girlfriend had to run around. It was like sort of challenge Annika trying to <laughs> remember where the fucking port thing was uh, in the dark. Uh, she's got asthma and I felt like I had asthma because we went the wrong way. Because of the race of five. Yeah, yeah. I was just a bit blurry and I'd eaten like half this giant pizza and I felt like I was going to have an asthma attack. We literally ran down the the like jetty as they were sort of putting the ropes in and stuff. And they very kindly held the the boat for us. And the lady even gave us like a little, you know, like people paint rocks and then they leave them places. Like they'll nope. paint a pebble. I mean, this is the thing. People like painting pebbles and then leaving them places for other people to find them. So the woman on the boat gave us a painted pebble to then leave somewhere else, uh, which we left on Alcatraz, which apparently I think might be illegal because you're not allowed <laughs> to take or leave anything. But we did leave it on Alcatraz. Um, there you go. Well, now you're going to be locked up in Alcatraz for doing so. I'm assuming yeah. that's the punishment for breaking laws in Alcatraz. Uh, well, it's federal. It's not actually part of California. So they said you can't smoke weed or drink or anything on Alcatraz. You're only allowed to drink water on Alcatraz. You're not allowed to sort of take any food on Alcatraz or anything. It's very strict. What? Very, very strict. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. What? It's um, it's federal land, so it's it doesn't go under the same laws as the rest of California. Um, it's quite. I mean, sure, yeah. that, that makes sense. But what? Why? Why only water? Um, something to do with the the sort of fragile ecosystem there. Like, it's quite amazing. Getting even just going over in on the boat, we saw harbour porpoises. So like little mini, they're like dolphins, but they're like little mini whales, just like kicking about. Uh, seals were like just popping their heads up right around it. It's, it is a little biodiversity haven. Oh, I even I saw a red leg red legged booby uh, in Santa Cruz, Johnny, and a juvenile red legged booby um, on the jetty in Santa these, Cruz. These are sentences uh, I never thought we'd hear on Friday, five pm. That, 
there were loads of bird watchers, and I was looking at this bird, and I, I thought, well, that is a fucking weird-looking seagull, mate. I said to Kirsty, look at that bloody ugly uh, sort of seagull thing <laughs> over there. It's, like, big um, and really you, you fluffy. You got eagles from the bird watchers. Well, no, I was looking at it thinking, I, I knew it wasn't uh, a seagull, but I was sort of taking the piss out of it because very ugly bird. It sort of had a head of a, what would you call it? Like a kind of, uh, what are the things that eat carrion and stuff that are ugly? Um, oh, but mate, buzzards? Vultures? No, vultures. And like a vulturey looking head. Um, very unfortunate looking bird. And it kept sort of popping its head up and then tucking it under its wing. Anyway. Because it was I, so ugly, it was ashamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Its beak was incredibly long and its face was like basically bald and had fluffy hair. Anyway, the lady who was who was stood there sort of said, "What do you, do you know what it is?" And I was like, "Uh, is it?" I was like, "Well, its face looks like you know, it's or whatever." And then she, she was, turned out she was a school teacher, so she started telling me what it, you know why it was a da 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 whatever. And I get mid mid flow of her sort of going into one. She was really wanted to talk about it. I went, "Is it a booby?" Because somewhere in the back of my mind. I knew booby. A booby was like a, a sort of um, stupid-looking bird, um, and I sort of spoiled their thunder. <laughs> There's no ornithologist <laughs> listening to this. Yeah. So, oh my uh, god! Yeah, so that was that was fun. Uh, I spent an evening drinking far too many Miller High Lifes with whiskey chasers. It's uh, not a even a good bar. one. No, no. Calls banquet, mate. Calls banquet ba- is the good premium macro. No, with shit. Hang on. Hang on, hang on. Cause was it? What did what did I just say? You said Miller High Life. Hang on, hang Which, on, hang on. Uh, oh God, was that in the blind taste test? I can't even remember. But Cause Banquet was the one that came out top. Is is Cause Banquet the champagne of beers? No, that's no, that... Miller High Life. Oh, I was drinking Miller High Life. To be honest, mate, I got absolutely annihilated. Um, we couldn't drink first few days. My girlfriend wasn't very well. Oh, responsibly, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, these I can't drink whiskey, and the whiskey chasers were insane. Um, it was this this dive bar called the Rumpus Rooms, uh, with a mental karaoke night where they were all either like really amazing singers or total lunatics that couldn't sing. Um, and there was a guy that was sat next to us um, who got up and sang an incredible rendition of "Closer" by Nine Inch Nails. Um, which is, I don't know if you know the song. Oh, so says, well. Yeah. I want to, I want to F you like an animal. I want to feel yeah. you from the inside. <laughs> Why did you censor that F bomb when you've been dropping F bombs for the last uh, 10 minutes? It just feels real <laughs> rude. It was like, it wasn't that busy in there. And it was like, whoa. As soon as the industrial drum machine started, I said to Kirsty, I was like, mate, this is nine inch nails. Cause they'd been playing like Jolene. All kinds of like normal <laughs> fare. And then this dude got up and sung an incredible rendition of Trent. Um and I, I had to I had to like give him a pretty much give him a hug when he came back. It was like that was the most incredible uh karaoke I've ever heard. It was so sweary and he was getting well into it. He was like <laughs> writhing around on the floor. It was oh insane. God. Was he yeah, there with yeah. anyone or was this like this is how um, he gets his kicks? I don't know. He was there. There was another person next to him called Ginger, who had a terrible, terrible voice, and uh, they were singing 
very odd uh old timey songs like um K Sarah Sarah, do you know that song? Whatever yeah. will be will be. But they were singing that um like in a really wiped out sort of drain like draining your soul kind of voice. Lana um, Del Rey style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is odd. But they they kept picking like real weird old songs like that, nineteen fifties sort of um song so that was a bit odd uh, again again most of your life feels like a fever dream um yeah talking of fever dreams johnny i try <laughs> i was gonna do i was gonna bring one back but then i realized it was totally illegal and i also realized it's not actually beer but i went to a cannabis dispensary in the mission um and and i drank um and a uh a, a, what do you call it sorry a paps blue ribbon high seltzer um oh so actual made... thc the actual yeah yeah so it tasted like you know i love the lemonade you know i love a sort of um shandy it tasted like incredible shandy um but it had 10 milligrams of thc in it um which i was told to believe was a lot for someone who doesn't really smoke um so i just i drank half of it pretty much before i went to bed uh, because I didn't want to ruin, I didn't want to ruin a day. So I was like, "Well, I'm not going to drink it at the start of the day, or like the middle of the day, and like have a white e or feel like super weird." And it made me have the craziest dreams about like communicating a guy with... singing Nine Inch Nails, uh... <laughs> <laughs> communicating with trees and stuff. Like, oh my, you know, okay. I was like, you know, like I, like a house was talking to me, and all this kind of like mental stuff about interconnectivity and all sorts of stuff this is before i went to mer woods as well um i think i think i think there's there's uh there's an offshoot yeah of of lowbrow mm. in which you drink these beers and then try to review stuff well yes and I, like the I, bottle openers can start talking to you you can start oh, having dude. conversations with bottle openers and bits of ga- like gadgets yeah well i i did i did pick up uh a lowbrow the neck well a lowbrow uh gadget while i was over there which is incredible which i won't reveal at this point i went to a, i went to a giant flea market as well uh called alameda which is sort of near oakland but like right out in the middle of nowhere um and i saw the hugest collections of bottle openers out there which i resisted because i've already got too many but like vintage bottle openers which was great i, I dreamt drinking in Toronado, which we went to before, fresh Allagash. Sorry, not that fresh, but Allagash white from the other coast, and very fresh Pliny um, was consumed uh, there and thoroughly enjoyed. Although I did get shouted at by the angry barman for using my little uh, digital camera with a flash on it, taking selfies. Not even at the bar, Johnny. I was like away from the bar. But he shouted out at me, oh, I can't see anything. There's so much flash photography going on. Something like crazy like that. Uh, he got well eggy because I took a couple of flash photos. Was it Was it, it the same guy that was there when we went in 20? He, he was there as well. He was there. He was nice. But there was a younger dude. Like that guy was nice. He's got grey hair and he looks kind of like a sort of wider, older statesman of the sort of craft beer scene. Um, but there was this younger dude who was, who was a bit eggy and told me off. Um, yeah. I also went go. to, 
Yeah. Oh my god, I was, I was about to say you packed it in, but there's more. I went to uh, a couple of <laughs> couple of breweries. Oh, we don't sell very well there, Johnny. I went to um, possibly the most stylish tap room I've ever been to uh, at a brewery called Fort Point Beer Company uh, in the Mission District. One of the owners w- was an architect, and they had the most incredible space. Beautiful, beautiful sort of uh, shadow, like all kinds of like crazy architect detail, and like shadow boxing and like amazing use of light to kind of um, accentuate angles and shapes and shadows and, and all kind of like neon pops and it was it was great beer was was actually all right it was quite decent i enjoyed it um but yeah for for starting off not drinking any beer we we did get quite beery towards the end but yeah, sounds um, like it. yeah it was great man oh i mean compared friend. yeah go on, go on. compared to my week bradley I mean, you just spent 15 minutes saying what you did this week. I could sum up my week with had a bit of a cold. Oh dear! I mean, that's... I had a bit of I had a bit of a cold as well, but I just did. <laughs> yeah, but that's where your week incredible. started. That's where mine started yeah. and finished. F- oh, fell dude. out with some people online. I don't know, like, oh, uh, no. not again. I need to do something with my life. I mean, yeah. going to Burton, I don't think quite really counts either it's it sort of had its heyday no offense to burton well maybe i'll be wrong we didn't really get to explore it when we did our documentary that much and i might do a bit of exploration tonight but um you're driving to burton aren't you after we do this yeah yeah drive, driving nice. up to burton and I'm, I'm staying in 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 a premier inn so i might actually get some sleep Class. and then back back first thing to tomorrow morning i'm staying because i'm researching book number four which oh, yeah. is i can nearly announce we're just sorting out the the, the final bits of it of the uh the book deal but but yeah it's also book research why i'm up there so amazing i'm packing it all into one day but i wish i'd uh i wish i was in san francisco instead it sounds like you well you know well yeah we we did it we went real hard with it it was like many many miles of walking every day lots of french toast and diner meals were consumed um (laughs) we went back to st francis Valley where me and you went before ate some nebulous potato thing which is i don't know if you remember it was it's like a sort of big potato hash thing um yeah it's great man it's just brilliant i love i had the strongest coffee i think i've ever drunk yeah yeah that place is is brilliant um as is orphan andy which is uh in the castro and yeah it's just full of the most lovely people um 24-hour diner but yeah well Talking of <laughs> talking, this is such a tired link. Talking <laughs> of lovely people, the yes. reaction to your video oh, has been wonderful. Nice. So many lovely comments about your your presenting style, your enthusiasm, your knowledge about design. Uh, it's just been it was a joy to to reply to lots of these. Lots of them I didn't even reply. I just put a heart because I was like, I can't I can't add to this really. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it... It... No, go well, on, Johnny. No, I won't say anything good about myself. Go on. This summer, I'm going to be hosting talks at the Manchester, Bristol and London Craft Beer Festivals, giving festival goers the chance to attend tutored tastings, rare beer pours, meet the brewers and even guided tours of the bars. These three festivals are the highlights of my events calendar, featuring some of the world's best breweries with delicious restaurant pop-ups, great music and a really welcoming party atmosphere. It's the third year I've been hosting the We Are Beer Tastings table, but for the first time I'm delighted to offer all of our listeners, viewers and Patreons £5 off 
a ticket when you use the code CBC5. Just hit the link in the description to buy. See you there. <laughs> well, I mean, I, we've got people saying, Jay May, this is superb content. Oh. The best thing about it being genuine interest and passion. Oh. Amazing stuff. I love watching Brad Geek Out. Absolutely love this video. Lovely to see a video with design in mind. Great video. Oh, I mean, lovely. J- just non-stop joy. Somebody asked, can you imagine if Brad had a spin-off channel? I think if we oh, all dear. have some THC beer, we could all imagine what that would look like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it went down super well, and and it was off the side of it. So when I was when I was talking about it on Twitter, I I did a little tweet, and I'll put a link to it. Just saying, what are your favourite bottle openers to people? And that mm. absolutely kicked off as well. So I think that bottle openers are these weird, kind of amazing items because generally we have one that we've had for a very, very long time. And yeah, it's a bit like a wallet, you know, when you finally make yeah. the switch to a new one, it's a big deal. Definitely. It's a, it's a little bit of your life, isn't it? That's that's quite personal, I think. There, I hope, you know, there's usually a lot of memories tied into it. I saw someone commented they had a little lizard bottle opener which you've got one of those as well right you've got i did well i i recently you switched up my yeah. my bottle opener uh <clears throat> situation is that the right word i don't know yeah. um but I, yeah i used to have it was a kona one that i got mm. given when i was working for cave direct and helping import that beer and that that was on my key ring for uh seven or eight years probably pushing seven seven years i reckon yeah man yeah the, the, uh, the, the, these things they journey with us through our lives and also, if you're like, if I don't know where you keep your keys, but I keep mine in my back pocket, uh, so I sit on them, and you don't want anything too pointy uh, on the seat. Wait, that's crazy! Uh, you sit on every time you every time you've sat down in my presence, you've been sat on your keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hardcore, mate. I'm do like, you, do I'm you like, have no feeling there? I'm like the you know the the monk in uh, what's that crap Tom Hanks film? Uh, about the Illuminati. Oh, the Dan Brown Illumina. one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Angels and Demons, the one with that's the, the second one. The first one. What's the first one? Da Vinci. Oh, Code. is it Da Vinci Code that's got the crazy? Yeah, monk? I yeah, think they've the, all got crazy monks in. Basically, that, that they're a little bit formulaic. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Yeah, they are a little bit formulaic. Uh, that one, he's wearing a thing around his leg that like just crunches his leg. Um, it's got a name in in Catholicism. I can't remember what it is, but it's basically almost like a rose of thorns or something. Right, uh, so you're it's just you're that, yeah. But well, not keys. I'm not. Well, I just I just think I don't know where else to put keys. I don't put them in the front pocket because I have my wallet in one and I have my phone in the other, and I don't want to scritch up my phone screen or my wallet with keys. So I'm gonna have to put a, this to the Discord forum. Where do you keep your keys, people? Because I yeah. don't. I, you're the first. Per- I've never heard of somebody that puts them in their back pocket. That's bonkers. Every time you is, sit down, it's a lottery. You're playing it's Russian a, roulette with your left butt cheek. It's quite a nihilist. It is my left butt cheek. I don't, how, how did you know that? But um, it is quite a sort of nihilistic act, sitting down, not knowing if you're going to get jabbed by your, your keys every <laughs> single time. Um, yeah, I love it, Johnny. I love it. But it does wear through my jeans pockets. They always go at the back. Um, don't know how we got onto this one. But, uh, <laughs> Just so long as it's yeah. not beer, then we'll talk about no. it. No, um, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I did have a specific comment um, picked out from your video. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I've lost it. 
Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, look, I mean, I, I'm always nervous about recording these things. And uh, it was a joy to to be able to talk about um, bottle opener design ad, ad infinitum. Uh, and you, for you to edit together a 20-minute video, which quite a lot of people have sat through and watched and enjoyed. Um, it is very niche. I do appreciate how niche it is. It is niche, but, you know, often that's the best content, you know. We, we're not in it for huge views. We do the the stuff that gets it, but we, we don't do it that often because we'd rather sort of... What is it? You go you go deep and narrow, I think, is the, the, the phrase for the content rather than... Yeah. Um, nice shallow and wide and and like the response in the comment you know the views is nothing to write home about but the comments are just incredible and lots of people so the comment actually i've just found it uh is from boo boo six john who says i didn't know what to expect from this episode but the passion explanations made it super interesting now i want a special bottle opener and that you know if you could encompass what i'd want people to think going away from that video it's not sure if it's going to be good be blown away by it now you're super into bottle openers yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's and the that's, dream of a YouTube video comment. Exactly. That's kind of what we aim for with, with everything we do, to kind of look at these sort of super specific things and then geek out about them. So it's nice to see that it has, although it hasn't got the the views of most of our videos, it's getting very positive feedback, uh, which, which spurs me on uh, for us to do more of them. So, yeah, great stuff. Yeah, and the same thing kind of happened with this week's video, which is all about the history of IPA, which is that I think a lot of people probably clicked on it being like, oh, I'll give this a go. And then, you know, the stories that Martin's telling are absolutely fascinating. And I think that lots of people who have, I guess, heard cliches about it or probably some misdirections, some mistruths, now know the ex- as far as we can do right now with the, the knowledge that's out there, the best history of IPA. Um but actually, the comment I wanted to pick out from this week's video was from Jack Horzempa. Oh, yeah. Who says, I won't read out the whole comment, it's very long, but he says, since this video was intended to be about the history of IPA, there's a missing element of IPAs brewed in the US in the 1800s, hmm. which is a great point. So obviously, um, uh, we had lots of people going over from Ireland and the UK um, throughout the 1800s who would have been brewing British-style beers over there. And indeed, lots of Germans went over at the same time. So... That's why, you know, one of the biggest beers in Texas is Scheinebock. Um, so a, a German beer style. So it's I'll, I'll can I link to articles, uh, to comments? No, uh, but no, if you go look no, up Jack Hall's Emperor, it's a really interesting comment about the history of, of American IPA brewing in the 1800s, um, which again is like the dream YouTube comment. It's like, yes, and. Yeah. Well, there's another video right there. We've got to go to America now and discover... Yeah, although sadly, because of what happened in America with the the mm. proliferation of of macro pilsner, yeah. I think all of those breweries are now gone. Sadly, there are obviously some historic brands that still exist, uh, like Yingling, which was well, it's a Vienna lager, so I guess that's either a German, I think it was an Austrian, maybe um, immigrant, and and that still exists, and Schweinebock as well, and a couple of other box around. But it seems that British style brewing definitely disappeared. Uh, by the end of sort of the the, the nineteenth century, which is is a real shame. Mm. Yeah, we, I, the comments were were fantastic in this video. I, I I love the video. You can listen to Martin all day long. He's such a font of knowledge. Uh, Jaden Green said, "History in a glass and a little over twenty minutes. If only schools taught history like this, um, we'd all." Be <laughs> if a only lot, they did, it would be illegal. We'd all be a lot, uh, yeah, we'd all be a lot drunker. 
Uh, and yeah, I did used to drink when I was at school. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before. Um, but yeah, over, over lunchtime when I was in sixth form, lower sixth form, I don't know how old you are, so you're like 16 or 17, I used to go down the pub um, and have a nice beer. But yeah, um, crazy beard, beer reviews. I have to say your channel is one of my favourite ones to watch. Thank you for the content you put out and cheers. Oh, um, you're just picking out the compliments for this this week, are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I mean, we Johnny, should, we'll, we'll take them. I've had like two hours sleep. I can't pick anything too strenuous to uh, <laughs> to read out. Um, oh, Dan Kohun uh, said, These guys always tell me I was drinking great beer. Sierra Nevada was my first independent beer that I loved. Uh, me too, Dan. I think it was my first in- independent beer that I loved. Um, yeah. Well, there we go. I hope uh, if you haven't watched it, obviously the link is below. But yeah, the there's so much more history in the comments, which is what's glorious. So we obviously had to take out loads and loads of content, and we we had some people sort of flag out going, "Oh, but what about this?" And we were like, "Yeah, that that was originally in there, but 23 minutes on YouTube is 23 years in the real world. It's like the opposite of dog years." Um, so we we edited it right down, and, and happily, lots of people have come in and sort of filled in the blanks in the comments. So it's well worth digging into those, uh, whether you've watched the video or not. Yeah, so that's all we've got time for this week. Uh, we will be back next week, hopefully both with uh, slightly less uh, cold-influenced uh, voices and maybe a little bit more sleep, but maybe not a lot more sleep. Um, we've got another great kind of historical video coming your way, so get ready for that. Get prepared for 20 minutes of, of absolute geekery and very strong beer, and we'll see you on Wednesday. The Bubble and Friday 5pm podcasts are brought to you by the nerds behind YouTube's Craft Beer channel. You can watch over 400 mini documentaries at youtube.com slash thecraftbeerchannel and if you love what we do, support us via Patreon and get access to merchandise and our amazing Discord forum, a positive and welcoming space for everyone who loves beer, food and home brewing. Love and beer.